What's up, everybody? This is GOGR Ops Show. Horrible name for a show. Horrible name for a podcast. But I'm here. What's up, everybody? And I got some preliminary things before I start. I am now sponsored by Epic Games. So here's the dealio. If you decide to buy anything from the Epic Games Store or Fortnite or Rocket League, there's going to be a little promo code indicator, creator code indicator, when you go out to check out from purchasing anything from those things I mentioned. Type in F-J-O-J-R, my name, into that area, and I get a little piece of something from your purchase, which will greatly help me. So any of that will be appreciated. So there you go. Got my other podcast, Sports Goofs. You guys want to check that out? Got a third podcast, Preguntas y Repuestas, Questions and Answers with me. That's my professional podcast where I, as an attorney, talk to you about the law and whatnot. And I think those are all my projects. Those are my projects now. Updates on the game backlog spree. Since about, I would say, the end of November. Yeah, around the end of November. I have been beating video games like crazy. Just just a ton of video games. I've beaten about 31 now in that time. So in about three months, I've beaten 31 games. So that's, that's like 10 games per month. So that's a pretty darn good clip to try and get the backlog down. Unfortunately for me, I have a gaming PC now. And thanks to some very handy websites like GamerPower.com, that actually might be a non-sponsor of mine in the future for my, my Sports Goofs podcast. They tell you when there are deals not just deals, like giveaways for video games. So whether that's in-game DLC or loot or entire games themselves, you, you hop on there, you tell them what platforms you you want to, you want to, you know, look for. They got Steam, they got GOG, they got Epic Games, they got Origin, they got Ubisoft, they got itch.io, they got a ton of them. Even the consoles, Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation, anything that's giving away free games, and they'll, they'll tell you. They'll tell you right there. So I've gotten a few free games because of that. And that's not helping the backlog because it keeps adding to it. Uh, it's at current count, about 207. I'm headed to my parents' home right now, and I just might pick up my 3DS to see what else is on there. I might dip back into that. I still got my Wii U at my place, which, of course, has Wii games. I have to pick up some Wii U games as well that I haven't beaten. There's some that I know I can beat, like Sonic Lost World, Yoshi's Woolly World. They're just There's some games that I know I can just beat, and I'm, I'm sure I would enjoy them, but I just haven't gotten to them yet. And right now I am mired in Metal Gear Solid Five. Not mired. I would say I'm, I'm entrenched. I don't know if that's a, 
it sounds like I'm giving a negative connotation to it, but I'm not. Metal Gear Solid Five is a fantastically fun game, and I'm going to have to take my time with it. It's it's a game that I thought I would rush through, especially because I've seen the story. I've already, if anything, I've been spoiled by that already. So it doesn't matter the story in as much as now it's just enjoying the gameplay. And I, you've heard things, you've seen things, you've 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 read reviews and things like that about Mario Sonic Five, a game that's now five, heading on six years old. But when you finally get a game that you've been hearing about and you just haven't been able to get to play yourself when you get that in your hands and you just want to enjoy it for yourself and 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 i think that's that's the beauty of the medium of video games because i'm going to give a game review right now it's super dodgeball that's that's the game that this review is going to focus on but the beauty of this is look super dodgeball doesn't even have a story mode it's just a series of 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 opponents that you beat and then that's it and they have three different difficulty levels and they got a versus mode that's that's what super dodgeball is but even if super dodgeball had a story i could spoil the story for you which some people would be upset about but regardless i'm not going to spoil the the experience of the gameplay for you because the only way to spoil that for you is to literally I don't know when you're trying to play it grab the controller from your hands and play it for myself and not let you play it that that would be the only way to spoil that and that's pretty hard to do so or, or maybe backseat gaming where where you, you I'm the one directing you to do everything in the game and not letting you have the, the creative freedom to do what you want. Not, not just guiding you in places that you're lost in. No, just literally telling you what to do every step of the way. That's that's That would be spoiling the, the experience of the gameplay. But once again, that's hard to do. I think that's the beauty of video games. And you can spoil a book. You can spoil a TV series. You can spoil movies. You can spoil a stage play. Maybe a song, but it's hard to spoil a song unless you, I mean, perform it for somebody else yourself. You, they don't get to hear the original. I don't even know how that would work. So songs are hard to spoil unless the lyrics in the song really matter to you. But regardless, songs are, are hard to spoil. Music's hard to spoil. So that's that's the only way so music and video games are like the only ones where you can kind of experience you have to experience it for yourself in order to be in order to uh the only thing is the storyline or the words if you're if that really matters to you it's, for some people it does for some people it does like i remember super mario odyssey super mario odyssey i tried not to let people spoil that for me however so i avoided reviews i avoided things about the storyline even though mario odyssey storyline i mean there's not really much to spoil it's bowser kidnaps peach and then you gotta go save her and then you do so that nothing super interesting with the revelations i think the the most the most that nintendo's ever come to any storyline with regards to a mainline mario game not the 
not the RPG series, which you can spoil for people, and that might piss people off, is Mario Sunshine, which had more of a story, had cutscenes, given that it was the next generation of consoles at the time, and you could do so. Nintendo finally had a disc-based system that would, optical disc-based system that could do more with regards to videos and sound. So that's that's probably the only one that I think was more story-focused than anything else. Yeah, but either way, there was, I just kind of kept myself away from, from viewing that. But other games, it's okay, it's whatever, Metal Gear Solid, even though I care. I do care about the storyline of the series. I do care about the characters, and I'm really interested in it. And I've seen videos about it and people breaking it down. But in that time, I did spoil the story for myself. And, and that's another thing with, like, prequels. Because Metal Gear Solid Five is, I think, with regards to the timeline, it's you have Metal Gear Solid Three as the first one in the timeline. Then you have Portable Ops. Then you have Peace Walker. And then you have Five. And then you have Five. And then it reverts back to the MSX games, to Metal Gear, then Metal Gear 2. And then you have, like, split timelines. Because Metal Gear, Metal Gear 1 can go off to Snake's Revenge, which is one timeline. And then could go off to, I think, Metal Gear Solid, Ghost Babble, which is another timeline. And then you go off to... Um, uh, what was it? Uh, and then you have like a completely separate timeline. The, uh... Anyways, that, that's a whole tangent about Metal Gear Solid. It's a, but it's a prequel. Metal Gear Solid 5 is a prequel. I know, especially because I played Metal Gear 1 and Metal Gear 2, I know, and I guess spoilers for anybody that cares that I'm going to divulge this information. But the protagonist of Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain, Venom Snake, is the big boss from Metal Gear 1, who is a, a, uh, a body double of the real big boss, who you did play as in Ground Zeroes, and who you fight in Metal Gear 2. Which is why he was still alive in the second game, even though you killed him in the first game, Metal Gear One. So, but I, so when you play a prequel, you know what's going to happen. It's like the the Star Wars prequels when those came out. So we know this kid is going to be Darth Vader. It's the how that maybe we don't know and people might care about, but in the end. You're already pre-spoiled because you know that this is eventually going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, where was I? What was I talking about? Oh yeah, my so yeah, my game backlog, beating those, and mainly just trying to beat the main game. I'm not trying to 100% these games. I'm... I, I, it's not even really speedrunning because, especially with the NES games that I'm playing on the Switch, I use the save state feature and the rewind feature 
a ton. So it's not really a speed run. It's because the speed run, especially if you want to keep the integrity of a speed run, is start to finish beating the game without stopping, without use of of any sort of tools. No tool-assisted speed runs there. So that's that's what I've uh, so what I've just been doing is beat the main storyline. Any extras I will avoid unless it's something that adds to the storyline. So like uh, example, but it's not a game that I am doing as part of this run. But when I beat Doom Three, I beat the main game. And then I beat the the DLC, uh, two other missions that they had. Be- because that adds to the storyline. So anything that adds to the storyline, that divulges more information about the world and things, that I will play. But if it's extra missions that don't add anything to the storyline, or just collecting things, or doing certain achievements that I'm not doing there's no there's no point to it and the only exceptions are games that I am thoroughly enjoying even though it's not because I don't enjoy some of these other games but games that I that are so compelling that I just can't stop playing or I just can't let it be a quick one and done it has to be a a slow bird. It has to. I have to let this thing sizzle and 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 season and, and like and just kind of ferment a little bit. <laughs> so and that's Metal Gear Solid Five. Metal Gear Solid Five is one of those games where you just you have to be in that world. You have to commit to it for for fifty hours. Let's say. I think that's what it's going to ultimately end up being for me. Maybe fifty to maybe 60 hours. And I did that for, the last game I did that for was Hyrule Warriors because I, I've i almost 100% of that game. I'm like at 90% and I've been playing it on, I played it at normal mode and then I switched to easy and there's no penalty for doing that. So, because I got to a point where like, I'm like, I played it through normal, I would say 75% of that game. And then, because it just kept going. I'm like, oh, let me just switch it to easy and just beat the rest of this. And that's that's how I did that game. And uh, I haven't done a review for that game, and I should. I should do a review for that game. But I will do a review for this one. Okay, let's get to it, because I, I've been talking about everything else for, for quite a while. Super Dodgeball, I mentioned earlier. So this game, this game's a good one. This game is a good one. Released back in 1989 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. In North America, at least. And actually, it came out in North America first. And there's different versions. This You have the original arcade version. And then they made ports for the, the Neo Geo, the Nintendo Entertainment System, the TurboGrafx-16. And, and now you've got the Switch, which, of course, is the NES version. And it's a dodgeball game. It is a dodgeball game. There's uh, so it's you control 
Well, it's really six players. You control six players on, on both ends. You have three on the outside perimeter of the of the rectangular play field. You have a line in the middle. You have a single dodgeball. And your goal is to knock out the other opponents. So you have three other opponents, the three main guys on the court. And those guys, you have to hit. Now, it's not like one hit and you're out. It's not like school, schoolyard or school PE class dodgeball. It's, you have to, each player has an energy meter, like any fighting game, let's say. And your goal is to drain the energy of each player. So you have to hit the guys multiple times. And once you have taken out every single guy on the team, there's no way to get them back either. Once you've defeated every single guy on the other team, then you win. You win. And that's the end of the of that match. And then you move on to the next one. And this game has about, I think, 10 matches. And I guess the American version, you play as the American team in the single-player mode, the World Cup mode. And you you play against different countries. So you play against the UK, China, Kenya, Japan, Soviet Union at that time. And I forgot the other countries. I forgot the other countries. But you play against them in their home, their home at their home court. So the, the cool thing about the cool thing about I guess the presentation of the game is that you'll have the background of each court is tailored to who you're playing against. So when you're playing against the Chinese team, you're at Tiananmen Square and you see the the big portrait of Mao Zedong <laughs> literally in the background, you play against Japan. You see Mount Fuji in the background. You play against, I forget, I think the UK has Big Ben in the background. So each each game, each each opponent that you're playing at their home home courts, and that gives a, a nice bit of character to this instead of generic courts or just one generic court like the early black box NES sports games. So that that's a, that's a nice touch, and it also comes with accompanying music, which is pretty good, pretty good music, especially with the accompanying themes, because they match the the themes of the countries, and, and it's done in a very respectful manner. There's no, it's not like I I, I don't know if Punch Out's even offensive. I don't think it is. There's there are caricatures of of, of characters from those places. And this one, it's it's not bad. This is just you're playing at that country's home stadium, and that's their song, and that's their their imagery, and nothing is false about it. Nothing's exaggerated about it. So that's that's the good thing about that. So the presentation wise for an NES game, and it's a late era NES game. So 1989, that's when the Sega Genesis is coming out. So it's it's very well done, but. There are technical issues with the game. And I don't know if this is an emulation thing 
or this is how it was when it was originally released, the NES version. But there's a lot of flickering with the characters. A lot of flickering. It's it's not anything that's, that I would say affects your your enjoyment of the game, unless you're photosensitive to that, in which case I would have a bit of a warning for that. Because they flash in and out, boom, 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 like, like a lot. And a lot of NES games that, that push the graphical limits of the game, and I think this one does, that happens. So that's the only knock I would put against the graphical presentation of the game, is that it flickers a ton with the, the game characters. Now, I already mentioned the music, I mentioned the graphics. Now, let's talk about the gameplay. I told you about the premise of the game, but how does it control? It controls very well. So, you you have the, the D-pad, which is used for movement. You have the A and B buttons. You have the A button, which is used to throw the ball. You have the B button, which is used to... Uh, well, no, the B button is used to throw the ball. The A button when you're on offense. Okay, so let me split this between offense and defense. Let's, let's, let's try and organize this. So on offense, move around the D-pad, pause to, to pause the game. I, don't, I never use the select button, so I don't even know if that has anything tied to it. But the B button is used to throw the ball. A button is used to pass the ball. They can pass to any of your teammates on your court or on the other side of the court in the outside perimeters, you have three other teammates that you can throw the ball to and see if they can hit guys from, from the outside. Or you can pass it around and try and try and fake out the other team and, and look for an opening, especially if they're, they're very good at the dodge portion of dodgeball. So you're going to have to get a little more clever with your strategy. And yes, you can you can have strategy. When you press the A and B button together, you can jump. You can jump, and then from there, you can choose to pass or you can choose to throw the ball. Now, throwing the ball, you need momentum in order to throw the ball harder, just like in dodgeball in real life. So luckily, when you move around the D-pad, you can either walk or if you double tap, you can run. You can run, you can gain speed, and the more more distance you run and speed that you have, when you throw the ball, you have a lot more oomph to it and you have a lot more power. The more power you have to the ball, when you hit an opponent, it means that they lose more of the energy in their energy meter. And I don't know how much in points, I think it might be 100 points per player. So you, you're trying to whittle that down to zero and then knock out that player from the game. So that's that's what you're that's what you're trying to do. But the the game controls really well for an NES game. Very well. You can uh, and the other thing when you throw the ball, when you throw the ball, you can you can control the trajectory of the ball up or down on the court because it's presented in a 
sideline view. So it's not top down. Let's say in a let's say play NBA 2K, and you have a, a a north south view of the of the court. No, this is this is more horizontal, east and west. That's how you should. That's how you look at the game, as if you're watching a a game of basketball or volleyball or football or hockey on TV. That's how it's presented. And it controls really well. I you throw the ball, you can you can change the trajectory of it. Uh, some of the if you have a lot of momentum, you can throw like a, a wave ball that makes it harder for the other team to dodge, or you can just throw one the straight up power, just a fastball right down the middle and try and knock people out. And if you throw it hard enough, you can knock out multiple opponents at once. You can knock and take points away from them like that. And when you throw it harder, it makes it harder for them to catch the ball. Now, let's talk about defense. So defense, on the defensive, to catch the ball, you press the B button, which is your throw button before, and you have to time it correctly. If the ball is being thrown slower, you can hold the B button. Whoops, sorry. You can throw the B button and take your time. Or if they're throwing it hard to you, you can dodge by pressing the A button. Or you can jump by pressing the B and A button at the same time. So that's that's the the control on the defensive. And you can there's some strategy there, especially if, if, if the other team is passing the ball around and they can lob it pretty high up in the air. You can jump to try and steal the ball and, and take it from yourself take it for yourself. So there's there's different ways to to do that and avoid being hit and, and to take the ball. So it's surprisingly very well rounded as a volleyball game of there and a volleyball, sorry, dodgeball game, dodgeball. I'm so I played. I also beat NES volleyball, and I'll review that game as well later on. But Super Dodgeball is a good one. Super Dodgeball is a good one. I, I can see why it was re-released here. It's a good game, and I would say. Especially if you like playing, if you really do like playing these retro NES sports games, and you have the pantheon of games, ice hockey, blades of steel, I guess double dribble, tech bowl. If you like playing those games, you will enjoy Super Dodgeball. If you like getting uh, another friend there to sit down and, and play this game, or on the NES, on Nintendo Switch version, you can play it online too, and, and and have fun that way. But if you if you do like playing those games, then I would I I strongly recommend this. Um, I never I didn't get a chance to play the multiplayer version, so I can't speak to to that. Uh, once again, I've been beating these games, but they're all single player experiences for the most part. However, it's a good game. It's a good game. I I, I would rate it. I, I rated it an eight out of ten on how long to beat.com. It took me thirty four minutes to beat, and that's on the easy mode with the with the rewind feature. 
So I did myself no favors about getting good by playing it, let's say, honestly. But even if, even without all of those features, it's a good game. I, I, I can't also speak to the arcade or the TurboGrafx-16 or the Neo Geo version. I'm sure those are graphically more impressive and maybe controlled differently. Maybe have, uh, I guess, well, no, the, Neo, the TurboGrafx had the same amount of buttons as the, as the NES. I've been, well, the Neo Geo, the arcade probably had more controls. So maybe those versions are better. But if you're stuck with the NES original or the the this one, I don't know if it was released on the Wii. If it was re-released on the Wii Virtual Console, probably not on the Wii U Virtual Console. But this is this is a good game. Good game. I, I recommend it. I recommend playing it if you have Nintendo Switch Online. And if you're a retro collector, like playing those retro games, especially the NES, get it. Get it now. Once again, it's it's I would say it's on the, the pantheon of of great, good to great NES sports games. Alright, that's the end of the Frank Ops show for this one, this review. Super Dodgeball. Good game. <laughs>